it's just different. <laughs> Hola, hoes. Welcome back to Jaded and Evolving. <laughs> I'm your hostess, Christian. And I'm your other hostess, Natasha Soul. Hey, y'all. Hey. Oh. We're back. <laughs> but listen, life, this bitch got hands, okay? Yes. Like, I don't know what is happening. What is I always say everything has no choice but to work out. But goddamn. Okay? <laughs> but goddamn. And like, I be trying to be thankful for my experiences. Like, I try to, like, take it on the chin and just be like, it is what it is. Yeah. This is me learning. I'm fi- I'm fucking tired of learning. I don't want to learn no more. I shouldn't have to keep learning. I don't feel like I should. Anyway, we're back. Well, we see how you're doing. You see what I'm saying? How are you, friend? Sorry. I'm just here, as usual. I'm really just, like, this is one of those times where I'm just, like... When it all comes crashing down, it's just going to crash for real. Like, that's how I'm like, no more anxiety about the future. It's really like, Remain when I get present. there, I get there. Yeah. yeah. I just don't want it to be, and it, it, it's not even, again, a lot of this shit is my anxiety. It's a slow trek. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be a slow trek. You shouldn't yeah. expect for shit to pop immediately. Yeah. I hate anxiety. I really do. I hate being anxious. I hate everything about it. It is not my favorite thing at all. Who's? I feel like some people thrive in anxiety, though. Like, some people really do thrive in being busy all the time. Like, never said it. I don't think that. Those people that, like, I'll sleep when I die. I feel like those are very anxious people. They're running away from their demons. That's the problem. And how long you You can't always do that. So, you don't want that. I don't. You do not want that. Because we... Remember what I said? I go to therapy with mine yeah. every now and then. Like it's it's a thing. Yeah, I'd be glad when I, I can find my it. boss so that I can find a therapist. These bitches gave us like a one eight hundred number, like like a slur slide hotline to call, and tried to call it an employee assistance something. I don't All know. jobs have that, and it's not. But they didn't offer us like insurance for my. Therapy for my insurance is an arm and a fucking leg. I've never paid this much for insurance out of pocket ever. And then to deny us FSA, I'm so yes, to deny us HSA through two plans, like the more premium plans where you have to pay lower deductibles. Yeah. They took our HSA away, wow. so we don't even have the ability to do that. And then in the lowest plan, that's when you're able to get an HSA, but the deductibles are disgustingly expensive. I think my deductible is like three grand. For all that, I might as well not have insurance. I should just got Medicaid or Medicaid. That's what, it's just, that's the type of shit that's going on with me right now. Like, it's real life adult shit. And yeah. I know, like, what we're talking about today, like, it's like yeah. It goes in line with it. It, go, it definitely goes in line with it. But I feel like all the signs that I should have separated from this shit have been there. Mm-hmm. And... Now, for the first time in my life, I don't feel like these are consequences of my actions. Like, I don't feel like I did anything wrong here. I just think that this is one of those growing pains. Like, it's time for me to just kind of, like, grow up. And all the signs are there that I just don't need to be where I am anymore. Like, it's time to to move forward. And now I'm taking the steps to do it. But I do remember in the beginning of this how hesitant I was to act upon any of this. Leaving my job or working on this project. Anything. 
for that matter. So I'm just. You're coming along. I'm just at a place. Inch by inch. Yeah. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful for, you know, the, the different omens that are coming from life and the angel numbers and the synchronicities and mm-hmm. aligning. You know, my favorite word is cohesion. Yes. The way that things are coming together. Remember when we went um, walking mm-hmm. in Colombia and mm-hmm. we kept seeing that bird? Mm-hmm. And that was like an omen for like. Our friendship. Oh, when we first started this, we kept saying three, three, three. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, still I still see, see it. it. I still see it. I still see it. And five, five, five. But before, right before I got engaged, I saw two twenty two a lot. For a lot. And I still see it. I see a lot of like five, 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 nine, mm-hmm. nine, nine. I, I love angel numbers. Yeah. I do think ever since I, you know, came across them, I do realize like as a child, I did it too. Yeah. Um, Like trying to make the clock make yes. sense where I'm like one, two, three, four, or, yes. you know, like one plus two equals three, what shit like that. Yes. Yeah. Same. I found myself doing that. But now being more spiritual, yeah. understanding that there's, you yeah, know, like, energy behind numbers, behind I'm like, it. damn. And I see it a lot in like license plates. Yes. That's where you see yours. Yeah. Seven, seven, seven on license plate, plate a lot for me. I see it sometimes the other day I was in the store after paying bills and shit, I'm just like, <laughs> I am so fucking like, tired of this. looking at my bank account and being like, damn, yo, like, mm. where's my money? I just paid all these bills and I have nothing for it. Girl, went to swipe my card at the store. My total was 888. Mm. And then I think I went to a store after that and start, and start, saw 666. And everybody's like, that's such a negative number. It's not. It's not. It literally means to like, don't gain anxiety behind your material possessions, mm-hmm. which I don't think a lot of people know. So I seeing 888 and 666 in the same day, I just was like, all right, back, cool. Like, calm the fuck down. I, you know, my finances are like a thing for me. Yes, like, it's a big thing. For my self-worth is sometimes tied to my net worth. And yeah. I know that that's not the same for all people, no. but it is for me. And when my money is funny or when I don't have not. I, I don't like claiming my funny money, but yeah. when I don't have the same level of financial freedom that I'm used to in certain aspects, especially now, it just irritates me. Like it, yeah. it makes me feel like I have to have stipulations on my life. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't like stipulations. I honestly feel like everybody's self-worth is tied to something outside of ourselves. To yeah. be honest, like it's never just a, oh, I feel great. Like, okay, what do you feel great about? about or what is making you feel great right now it's it might have been something that you've done for you did for yourself but what was that thing like it's always like something outside of ourselves like i think and that's actually a great point because i think people lose sight of that too that Mm -hmm. people always say i don't know i'm just happy with who i am but there are so many different concepts exactly or things you've done showing up yes parts of your body like what there it's Mm -hmm. still something yes it's still tied to something that is a great point it is always tied to something because i think sometimes i feel indifferent Mm -hmm. about the fact that sometimes i feel like my self-worth is tied to my net worth Mm -hmm. because it sometimes it does make me feel shallow it makes me feel a little bit materialistic however I want to live a certain type of lifestyle. Like financial freedom is a big thing for me. That is the first part to getting your shit together. Yeah. Is understanding, breaking these things down. Comprehension. That's what they do in AA meetings. Admitting is the first part. Damn. (laughs) You're right. They got a point to that shit. Like it's never like a, oh, like, eh, no, like figure out what it is so that 
it makes more sense to you and that you understand yourself better. That's, I think that's truly a part of shadow self-awareness and that's also shadow work that you do to get that self-awareness. Why am I like this? Why do these parts that are supposed to be bad. Why do they keep showing up no matter what I try to do to get away from them? Because they're a part of to work together. Yeah. I think that that would be, I think, because I know I need help. Mm-hmm. Like shadow work is something that I assist everybody else with, but I know that in assisting others, sometimes you need assistance and you just do such a good job of just layman's terms for me. Like really like, Making it remedial. Like, Christian, you're getting ahead of yourself yet again. This is this. And I think that even what we talked about earlier, like, me assisting you mm-hmm. and getting to that point, I think This is that, how I can assist you. Yes. Yay! So it's like, I I do believe that even with what we're trying to do here, mm-hmm. money is a huge thing, right? Startup costs yes. and anything. I'm tired of paying for things myself. So and like, I know that I shouldn't have to with certain things. Like, writing grants. There's no way that... I have to shell out for everything when I know what I'm doing is great. Like Like registering this as a business. Like there are things that we have to do that mm -hmm. it's, and it's nothing that is, it's nothing we're doing wrong. It's just shit that again, coming to the realization. Yeah. Goes on. We'll know like, Oh, it's time to do this to make these things work for us. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I think I need to be more cognizant of the angel numbers that surround us during the time that we're also working because Mm -hmm. I think that will also be helpful in the shadow work that I'm trying to do. Like I said, a lot of my self-worth, my self-awareness mm-hmm. is like at the peak of my priorities right now with everything else that I have going on. But again, everything is a concept. Like every there's multiple parts of this that I'm trying to deal with. And I need these like passwords, these almost like mm-hmm. omens that are indications that, yes, Christian, you're on the right track. Or And I think that's also a part of you seeing that we're at that point to mm-hmm. get this registered. Because at first, it was like a fun project. It was yeah. just like a, what can we do in the interim to, you know, not deaden that cosplay these thing. things that we wanted to do anything. We wanted the podcast, but doing it, it solo was, was not yeah great for us so then we were like yeah we could do this together and now we see like this is the thing like this is what's gonna help us get to where we want to be like it's getting serious so yeah it's that stepping stone this these are the stairs yes there's a lot of realization that's happening right now i remember how you were saying like you're a storyteller i feel like i have a way of doing that too Mm -hmm. but it's like i honestly feel like I related more so to things that we've actually seen before. Yeah. Like you make you like put two and two together with things that I'm just like that's in my imagination. Like yeah I can see that. While it's more so with me it's like surface level. Like you see like in the video the video that I watched late night last night they were just like you see that parking garage? Like you don't go to the grocery store when you think you're going to get a good parking space. You go And then if you get a good parking space, you're just like, wow, today's going to be a good day. Mm -hmm. Shit like that. Yeah. I think that's what I do. I think you are more realistic (laughs) and I am more delusional. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, again, we say it all the time. And I have that part of delusion in me. It's just. Your delusion has to be fed while my realization has to be Mm -hmm. fed. It's us being on those two different Mm -hmm. sides of the spectrum. This is therapy. Yes, it is. I just thought. Yeah. Plant therapy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it again. It clicks. Um, it it clicks does. It definitely when... does. When when did you first start noticing like angel numbers in your life? Um, I feel like 
like you said, I saw them when I was younger, mm-hmm. but like really starting to pay attention to the meaning behind it. I think it was when I really started getting more into spirituality and thinking about, okay, it's things out here bigger than me that are trying to show me things. Like, yeah. let me, you know, look that up. Like I'm seeing this a lot. Like, let me figure out what that means. When you first became like more self-aware, right? Mm-hmm. When you became more present of like, your behaviors, your body, things like that. Was it during like a challenging time or was it during like a time of reward where you were like, fuck, like I actually did it. Or was it a time where you were like, fuck, like what the fuck is going like, here I am again. I think, I feel like I started seeing things like this as a teenager, to be honest. Like just when I would, like we talked about before, I asked for this thing and I got it when I asked for it. Like, Mm -hmm. I want this by the time I turn this. And I would get it. And it was just like a, oh, okay, if I ask for these things or if I work on, like, in a sense, some things just came about, but it wasn't like material things and stuff like that. It was more so like, if I work on this thing, I can get this. When do you, when do, when do you think that ability slipped from you? Like, when do you feel like you lost sight of your ability to do that thing? When I started to receive more responsibilities, like, when I had to think about myself. You know? When I actually, when there was nobody else thinking about me, it was more so I have to think about myself more. Why do you think, because now this has me like, why do you think we were so okay? Because I fully agree with that. Why do you think that we were so okay with putting the responsibility of treatment, like our personal treatment in the hands of somebody else. Was it just trusting that person? Okay. We we were younger. So it's like, uh, this is all I know. Mm -hmm. This is all I know is somebody else taking care of this for me. Like, I don't know. They're having to grow up fast. Yes. And then once high school kind of hit, it was, it was like, I realized these things were happening for me. But then it also got taken away really fast. At the too. same time, what do, was it around the time your parents divorced? My parents got divorced when I was right before I got to middle school. So, no, it was more so when I realized that. I had to figure shit out for myself. So like picking a college, like it was like 12th grade year when I was just like, Oh shit. Like life is happening pretty fast and I'm about to be out here. Like I need to figure out what the fuck I'm doing after this. You know, this, I come to this place. I do my work. I talk to my friends. I go home. I do homework. I go to sleep, take naps. Somebody's cooking dinner, blah, 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 blah. It came to the realization for me when I realized that I was going to have to do a lot of this shit on my own. And that did that happened for me when my mom moved out mm. and I kind of became like the woman of the house and I yeah. had to start to prioritize like my dad's sickness. Like my dad got ill right mm. around the time, stress, everything else. He got hit by a train at work. Yeah. Like my brother still being in the house, but like that nigga got to eat, you know, mm. just. I wasn't, I'm a younger sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have an older sister. Right. So that's why I don't think it clicked like that. Even though she was already out of the house, but it was still like she was still around. Yeah. So it wasn't that big yeah. for me. I think I think now that I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this, I do feel like the reason why I have 
like control issues mm-hmm. or why I feel so like I have to be so pushed into this adulthood. So quick. of having to like, I have to be so justified in making a decision that it irritates the fuck out of me sometimes about why I just can't choose. Bruh. And in my mind just now, like as we're talking, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself like, when the fuck did I put so much trust in somebody else making decisions for me? And it was like, when you were younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well then when did that ability slip from you where you when felt like, okay, taken now, away. and it's like the minute that, that more responsibility started that security to hit, was taken my away. root chakra was just completely thrown out of whack when my mom left because like, my mom was way more about a schedule than yeah. my dad was. So now that we're talking about it, I'm like, yeah. Like, it's when the person who kind of, like, made sure my schedule was in line yeah. left. And now, like, you have to set the alarm on your phone. You have to wake yourself up in the morning. You have to get yourself dressed for school. You have to feed your fucking mm-hmm. self. I was 14 years old. Mm. My parents divorced when I was, like, 11. But around my, like, eighth grade year... Even after my dad got remarried, I just felt, I still felt like. Because that's not your mom. That's not your. But at the same time, at the same (laughs) time, like my dad's second marriage was not the healthiest either. And that's something he'll say. I can say a lot about that too. You know, so. Even though he's still in it, but it's like. It's just like. Even when I was there. Even taking care of him. Because like my dad is like one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. Like honest to God. So. But you're still having to do that and he's still married. Like, why aren't you doing the shit that a wife is supposed to do? Like, and that's how I when I come feel. here and check on my dad, he should be fine. Yes. It should be like, no, she already had that for me. Like, why am I still coming over here feeling like I have to be Dude, play wife with but my But I was in the house. Father? That's the thing. Like, I was in the house. Like, granted, she kept a clean house. Yeah. I will say that. But emotionally, my dad was yes. not being emotionally fed. Mm-hmm. And it, it's... It's not up to me to make to sure that him, my dad yeah. is good, but it's also, it is up to me to make sure that my father is okay yes. so that he can be the provider for yes. me. So the fact that she was so financially dependent upon my dad, mm-hmm. even though she had a job, like she had, you know, children who were also living in the house with us who were not the healthiest emotionally, like yeah. just in, there was so much going on during that time and so much change. And now that I just sit back and think about all that I've, endured in my lifetime and how I had to grow up so fucking fast. It's like, that's when you felt control slip from you because you, you had no control over what the fuck was happening in your life. Half the time, like I stayed with a friend because it, it felt more lot. consistent at her house. Like I had a mom there. Yes. You feel me? Like, or going up to my aunt's house. Shout out to Aunt Anita. Like just allowing me to be there. Uncle Jimmy allowing me to be there. Um, you know, mommy Keisha yes. allowing me to be there because That's why I would go over my aunt's house a lot. That's why when I moved back with my dad and my stepmom, I when I made those friends, I was always with them. I was never yes. and yes. I was usually taking my little sister with me because it was like we needed we both needed that. It's that lack of stability that really just and then did we it have for to me find it in other people and, and other people's parents. So now that I'm at this age, I don't have that, right? I don't have yeah. that same support system. So I'm depending it. on the energies around me. So like before I make a decision or when I start to feel like control is slipping from me mm-hmm. or when I feel like I don't have it, I'm looking to the outside world. I'm praying and I'm like, God, I'm not even asking you to fix it. I'm just asking you to show me what the fuck I'm supposed yeah. to do next. I'm not asking for you to tell me exact because I know that's not how it works sometimes, but I know that's not how it works. I just need for you to show me what direction do I need to go Mm. in. And I find myself as of lately just trying to be more impulsive about my intuition. Like the first thing that my intuition tells me to do, like don't question it, just go for it. Your intuition is impulsive. Like when you're working on it at first, like with me at least, I'll hear it. 
and it's like a random like that mm-hmm. yeah it's impulsive mm-hmm. like but when you get more in tune with your intuition it's there more so so it doesn't feel like a oh shoot a knee-jerk reaction it's yeah. like I'm in, in, in alignment with this thing all the time so I know like this is regular for me now and I feel like now that I'm getting older I don't think it has nothing to do with me turning 30 I just know that I'm getting older like in life right mm-hmm. life is changing I feel this newness in my intuition. Mm. So it's not the same level of um, confidence that I had when I was in my 20s mm-hmm. or when I was younger, specifically because I'm more responsible. I have more mm-hmm. things to be responsible for now. I have more things that are that I'm in, in control of when it comes to that level of luxury or freedom, which now has me sitting here thinking about, like, did I work hard enough? Your Am I working hard enough? lobe developed as well. And I don't have time for all this shit. Like, why didn't they do that before? Do it's I need a drug time. for it or something? No. Like, what the fuck? Do they well, get prescriptions for this? you have undiagnosed ADHD and I have diagnosed. Right. And apparently there was a study that showed that people with ADHD, their frontal lobe develops slower. So that's why you're coming into this newness. They got a like, pill for that? Uh, you don't want that. All right. All right. Just keep smoking the weed. Yes. Bet. It's working. It is. It's working. Exactly. It's okay. It's just you're so, not on this journey alone. I'm not. I'm not. And I just want it's that anxiety, mm-hmm. right? I just want to get you to a point know where I just going on. I just want to fucking know. And that's I'm questioning you have to everything let right now. Go of that need to control. I'm questioning everything. I feel like I'm questioning everybody mm-hmm. and not even like their intentions, but just like what the fuck you doing over here? Like not what are your intentions with me? Yeah. Just what you doing? Yeah. Like what are you doing? Yeah. What am I doing? What's your purpose here? What's Cause my everything, purpose? Because everything needs to have a purpose. Everything needs to have a reason. And it's not all what categorized What if it's just no a more? placeholder? I don't have time for that right now. In my life, I don't feel. That's what you think. That's what I think. And this retrograde, life is supposed to slow down. Mm-hmm. And life is supposed to have these little... And here I am just yeah. trying to like punch the wheel. It's also hibernation season. I don't have time everything for that. Everything slows down I don't have... This. You know me. I don't... Yes. How the fuck does but one hibernate? also... Show me the way. But we're mammals as well. Show me. You show me how the fuck to do this. This is my second hibernation with you. Mm -hmm. Because, like, technically we Mm -hmm. met this time last year. But I didn't know you well enough to hibernate with you last year. Now I know you well. Help me hibernate. I don't show people shit when I hibernate. I think that's also my issue. Okay, well. You do your thing on social media. You know you show, like, what you doing. Or tell people, I, this is my time to not show up for other people. Like I'm literally working on myself. That's what, that's what animals do when they hibernate. Their bodies are fixing themselves. I am fixing my shit. I don't have time to take. I've been going to, I know (laughs) I've been going to the gym. I've been trying to get my shit together. And it's like with not being distracted by so many outward things, it's like, I'm able to do that. I know you don't have that luxury, but when you have a team that's actually behind you, like trying to get you to, you do have time for it. Like we've talked about scheduling um, posts and stuff. So you don't have to be on social media as much. You delete Twitter off your phone. Girl, I I feel that's been like, um, that helps a lot. Like 90 days since I've been on Twitter. Oh my God. I feel so much better. I feel so much better. You have more. I hate Twitter. Space for, to think about the other things that will help you. And that's the point. That's why I'm taking my sabbatical. Because I'm like, it's taking a lot of brain work from me. 
And then when I get off of it, like that first week, I'm like, oh shit. Like I sit there and I'm like, don't I have something to do? And it's just like, yeah, usually you would be on your phone. And I'm like, oh shit. You know what? <laughs> I wish. Let me go do, let me go put something in this time. That's why I'm going to the gym. Cause I'm not thinking, oh, I'm just sit here. And I then, wish damn, more people thought like that. Like I can put, you know me, I can put my motherfucking phone down. That's not a problem. My I phone is always bitch, in the mode. I will chuck this bitch across the room and walk away from it. Yeah. I have now done this thing where I've consolidated my social media day and my mm-hmm. work day in the same. So those work hours are the same. <laughs> if work don't get done at work, fuck mm-hmm. them people. Whatever needs to be prioritized right now. Mm-hmm. Like I have projects that I need to be working on. I need to do like the photo shoot for the hoodies. I need to do a lot, but I got this shit on autopilot. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect for nobody to die. So yeah. now I'm dealing with that. Like, Little there's little things, but I do see it getting better, right? I do see it progressing, yeah. but I do really need your help in showing yes. me like how to hibernate. The only thing about scheduling content for myself personally is that I don't do batch content for mm. myself. So when you post what you're gonna post, get off. Of I do now media, that I'm right? doing that I'm doing. I'm and posting turn off it, your and notifications just, altogether, and that's what I need to do. I've taken when most of the notifications. When off you my don't phone. see the notifications, it doesn't. You you go into this. What do I keep looking at my phone for? Thing, and then you're like, oh shit, let me go check that social mm-hmm. media. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I have comments. Cool. And then you get out of it right yeah. away. Yeah, no. It's. This is, but I look at this. This is the journey that I chose. Mm-hmm. I could get off of social media altogether and go do something else with my life. I don't want to. Okay. So that's also the choice in that. Like, yeah. I only say that because I feel like somebody is probably going to listen to this and then be like, but then why the fuck did you make that? Because that's what I chose to do. Like, that's what people yeah. choose to do. So I don't want anybody to l- listen to this and think, like, because you choose... A, everything that you do in life has hard. Yeah. There's, a there's like, a thing that goes around that's, like, choose your heart, right? Yeah. Like, being broke is hard, but also making money is hard. You have to choose your heart. Yeah. So I think for me, right, and just in general, this is my heart. Mm-hmm. And I really want more people to come up to come into the agreement with themselves mm-hmm. that they are choosing a hard. Mm-hmm. I want more people to be okay with saying like, this is the life that I chose mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel guilt or shame. I don't feel bad about the shit that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I know that these are just life's journeys, but I think sometimes when people listen to podcasts and when they listen to people complain yeah. about, Oh, it's all she has to do is post on social media. Oh, our phone is in her hand all fucking day. Long. No, no. These are first world problems, but we still have to deal with You know, them, like there's, there's shit with it. Nonetheless. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. <laughs> You want to get into the topics? I feel like we've covered it all. Opportunities that align with our passions? Hmm. I have to get out of my head with what I do. Like, Mm -hmm. I create. But because I've been overthinking a lot, it has caused me to not be able to, like, do certain things things like it's harder I, yeah. it's not that I can't it's do them it's just yeah. like why is this taking me longer than usual and why is this like getting so hard Yeah. 
So I think that the sabbatical is going to help me with that. Like just get into my bag, stand on business. Like I know what the fuck I'm doing. I think you just have to also um, elaborate on what you want. I think you know what you want, mm -hmm. but I don't think you know what you want. Again, those stairs. Mm -hmm. I think you have like Mm -hmm. this step and this step. I think, like you say, just kind of getting clear about those things. Yeah. I don't, I, I, like I was telling you earlier, I don't see anything right now. And it's not a, it's not a bad thing. No. I just. What's going to make you excited in life? Yeah. I, more money. Yeah. More money. You know what you want to do is just, you got those in between stairs too. It's kind of like a, we're both on the same mm-hmm. with this. Like we had the beginning step and the. It's yeah. just figuring out those stairs in the middle, like, yeah, yeah. I don't see. I don't. It, but your your stair, have... your top, your upper stair isn't as high. It's like, yeah, it's really close. It's just like, so what do I do in this meantime? You're in your interim, yes. stage. And I, I just, I gotta get comfortable with being here and being okay with. I just, just don't get too comfortable, like it's a little, <laughs> it's a little difficult for me to determine my goals now because I feel like my goals involve other people now more too. Like before it was very personal and mm-hmm. what I was trying to accomplish, but I can't, I, there's nothing that I'm trying to do in my near future that I can do by myself. Yeah. Like it involves people. So I know a lot of it is like communication and mm-hmm. conversation, but I have to get myself together yes. and I have to get my schedule together before I go reaching out to people and being like, I would love to do this with yeah. you. Or I think that, you know, we would be a great fit to do these mm-hmm. things because I just am fully aware of everything that it is that I'm trying yeah. to do. I need people. And I'm not going to... I'm I'm done denying that. That goes back to your root chakra being all fucked up. You have to be comfortable with. I'm also looking at like the oh, angel numbers and the confirmations as like when I'm with these people, what mm-hmm. numbers do I see? Or when I'm with these people, what do I, feel? do I feel? Where am I? You know, do I feel present in my body? Do I hear our conversations? Because sometimes the things that we want are not things that want us. Mm-hmm. So I also want to make yeah. sure that I'm doing these things for the right reason mm-hmm. and that I'm not just doing it because it feels like a once in a lifetime mm-hmm. opportunity. You don't have to act upon every once in a lifetime no. opportunity because it might not be good for you. Yeah. So just, I'm just trying to feel my feels. And I think mm-hmm. that this retrograde will actually be really good for me. I think I was going into this very hesitant, very scared, but after talking to you, like you said, this does, it does feel like therapy. It's a lot of being like, I got this. Mm-hmm. I just, gotta get organized again yeah yeah with so much happening it can cause a lot of disarray because i don't feel like my foundation is fucked up like my root chakra is not out of whack as far as like work it's the faith Mm. it's like well no maybe it's the work it's not it's not the faith it's the work i said that because you have the delusion i I know what I like. I know this shit's gonna be good, but it's like, what am I supposed What's to be doing right now? Yeah, and mm. I don't know. I that's don't... why we're working, and that's why I came to you with the yeah. presentation that I made. It was just like, I see this thing that you want to do, and you don't know how to go about it. Let me show you that I'm here for you in this. What can I, I do for you? I think that I need to take because that's what April, mm. March. What did we say? End of okay. March. End of March. I think I need to take the next three months and. Get the big shit done. Mm-hmm. Like the details of the big shit yes. done. Yes. Okay. That's the opportunity. The mm-hmm. opportunity that aligns with the passion. I didn't see it until now. 
Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, damn, that was a really dead spot. Oh, like <laughs> Um, you can cut that one. <laughs> I know. Um, when you said how you feel around other people, remember when we first like really started becoming friends and we were just like, we speak to each other's like inner child mm-hmm. because I feel like with your inner child, like a lot of things stem from that. Like that's how kind of how you build. Like when you're a child, that's when you, when you, when sometimes other people, but that's when you're kind of making yourself figure out, like, what do I want to do when I get older? Like, where do I want to be? Mainly because other people are asking you that, yeah. but you're also looking at all these older people like, you're not, you miserable. Like, you happy. Like, you see that shit as a child. Yeah. Like, you're like, you're not happy with where you are, and I refuse to do that. I refuse to be that. Yeah. And it's just like, well, you got to get around people that make you feel like, yeah, you don't have to be like that you don't have to deal with that I think that's why I'm so thankful for like my cousin Rhonda per Mm. se I didn't know that I wanted to be an entrepreneur until I started to see her Mm. in like in being an entrepreneur and I know that it's challenging for her like yeah and it's not that she's never sat down to me you know sat down and talked about the quarrels of being an entrepreneur but sometimes you see people going through that's family you see people going through different things and I think that she had she chose a life that was so off of the Mm -hmm. beaten path that that's what I wanted. Like, I've always looked at my mom. Like, my mom was a police officer. My dad worked Everybody for the railroad. My aunt, you know, shit. like, everybody doing normal shit. And it never felt like it made sense to me. Like, at one point in my life, I wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking doctor. Same. Like, yeah. It was only because we were seeing the realist, the mm-hmm. realistic paths or the regular paths. Yeah. I told my therapist that once, too. I was just like, I feel like I'm not following what everybody else wants me to do in life because... What they wanted to do that that's not appealing like they stick to a job for years and are unhappy and I don't want that for myself. But I think that's why finding guidance in this is so confusing and why Mm -hmm. it is such a blur because those people that you don't even want to be like are giving you advice about things and you're just like this isn't making sense this doesn't sit right with me and now that it's becoming more of like a popular thing to be off the beaten path everybody feels like they have so much advice to give and it's not good advice you're so, off the beaten path nobody knows what the fuck, fuck is going exactly on. and that's why like Stop you see so many to... people like this is how you fix your credit this is how you do this this is how you did this is how you open a business this is how you write off everything under an llc this is how you you know start your own gym this is how you start an airbnb business nobody really fucking knows what to do. This is what works for them. And sometimes I look at that and I'm just like, but are you really happy with how you went about that? And I also need for more people to admit that that's how that worked for them. Like more people need to specify that this is not the tell, the tell all way. Mm -hmm. This is not the, the means. This is not the one Oh one because people get wrapped up in that. Like I have to follow. And they become very dependent on that Mm -hmm. path. And I don't ever want to be that person. Like I was telling you earlier, I feel like choosing a path is where I fucked up Mm -hmm. because it's not, it's not a one way thing. Like it's not all the same. When you get to a certain point in your life or you get, you know, you're on a journey or whatever Mm -hmm. you're experiencing, you think that like everything is going to make sense. So because this happened, this is going to happen. And yes, but we have to stop acting like it ain't shit that's happening in the interim. That's fucking up what it is Mm -hmm. that we're doing. People don't account for the cons. People don't account for the mistakes or they account for them, but they don't discuss them. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be that. I want to have the most unconventional experience 
that I need to have so that it is conducive mm-hmm. to my growth. Mm-hmm. I don't care what comes with it mm-hmm. because that's life. I my anxiety comes from not knowing what's yeah. coming with this. I know that it's coming. I know that this unbeaten path, this unethical way that I've mm-hmm. decided to go about my life has its own shit with mm-hmm. it. I just want to be prepared for it. Yeah. And when you don't have a definition, when nobody has done this shit, when nobody has done this shit traditionally, mm-hmm. like this is not a, a, well, niggas been entrepreneurs for I don't know how long, yeah. but. But they all do it differently. Everybody does it differently. And I think that I have to come to that admittance and mm-hmm. that conclusion in my life. Like, this is your one-on-one, mm-hmm. you know, like this is your thing. And it, it'll happen as I get older, but I, I think that that's why I, I, I don't see the opportunities that align with the yeah. with the the journey or the path because it's just, it's different. Yeah, it's just it's way fucking different for everybody, and I'm just so tired of I'm so fucking tired of seeing that shit. I'm so fucking tired of seeing the reels and the the the, the content in the day to day. The people that just walk around here, my, take my business card. I, I can take the, like shut the fuck up. Be yourself. What is making you happy about this? Bro? Because there's so many people falsifying authenticity. Like, bitch, it's not even you. And you're trying to make it so... Everybody's preaching it now. Your business did not pay for that apartment. Your sugar daddy did. Teach me how to do that. Because you're good <laughs> at that. You're good at that. <laughs> you're so good at it. Like, girl, that's put me the on. Nigga, that's the nigga that helped you make the business. You didn't get it out the and mud. You scammed your way through. Tell people that. A lot of these niggas didn't have a one-on-one until the PPP loans came about. Teach me how to not get caught if you're going to teach me anything. I just, I don't know. I just, it, it bothers me when I have to keep coming back to that realization. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want that level of comprehension to stick. Like, Christian, this is your one-on-one. Mm-hmm. This is your path. Mm-hmm. This is your authenticity. The reason, and my mom said this the other day. You said it too. You sent it to me. The reason why it's not happening for you as fast as it's happening for everybody else is because you're not trying to scam your way through it. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to hurt nobody in the midst of me getting this shit done. Cause karma is real. And like we said, whether you see a whole bunch of bad people getting getting away with shit before, you see what the fuck is going on now. People is getting caught up in their shit. Which is affecting Stop. all of us in the long run. Like, you can't tell me the economy ain't fucked up behind a lot of this scamming shit that's happening. A lot of the fraud that's happening. And not at its grand scale of, like, black entrepreneurs. That's yeah, not what no. we're saying. We're talking about, like, Big Pharma, them big-ass mm-hmm. niggas. Like, all them niggas, everybody that's up there, out. government included, they shit get aired out. Because y'all niggas been stealing for the longest fucking time. But now the niggas start stealing. Now it's a problem. Now it's inflation. And even with black entrepreneurs, like with the Keith Lee thing. And it was just like, oh shit, that is bringing it out more. And everybody was just like, yeah, it's been trash. Like, y'all ain't know. Well, why y'all ain't say shit? Y'all making it seem like the best place ever. Nigga, I can't fucking eat. Because it was popular. I can't fucking eat. Why didn't somebody tell me that shit before I got here? Because it's popular. No, nigga, can you warn a nigga? I hate that that's the just, I, I think that's the thing about being in content creation. And I'm, I'm going to put y'all on game real quick, quick in case you don't know, because some people's cognitive dissonance does not allow them to compute <laughs> what the fuck is happening. <laughs> None of this shit is real. 
And I've said that shit before, but as somebody who has been in rooms with people who create content, as somebody who has been to Atlanta and seen the restaurants, as somebody who has, like, been on sets of shit, this shit ain't real. It's not real. These people are paying for shit, right? Because money allows you certain opportunities. These people are paying to be in a lot of spaces that y'all don't want to be in. No. You don't want to be in these spaces. A lot of these people are putting on the front. They pull up in these cars that they don't own. Like, y'all don't see the license plates on these cars, baby. They rentals. They're rentals for the day. I have watched people at Atlanta restaurants get their Bugattis repossessed before they leave out the club. Y'all, it's not fucking real. Stop glorifying it. Even at, like, a rapper's level or your favorite influencer, the the bitches, the the people that you see. People got, everybody got some shit with them. And that's not on no hating ass shit. That's, I just think that a lot of y'all forget that that is the thing. So the reason why you see people like us or you see other podcasts or you see other people, content creators, where you're like, why are they not popping more? Why is more not happening to them? Because we are too fucking authentic. authentic. We're too authentic. And I'm not gonna, like. I'm not gonna, I'm I'm not, I'm not changing myself for that. No. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I've watched people sell their souls. You trying and I'm to like, make me kiss the devil on the lips? It's not <laughs> worth it. Like it. Got hot breath. He yes. I don't want to. Fire and brimstone. Sodom and Gomorrah. You know? Like, <laughs> just going to keep breaking like, shit I'm like, up. all this for some clout. All this for some fame. All this for. for it can't be worth it. All this in for some end. money. For some money. That you end up abusing. And I think that's the thing. I need You're for lonely. my authenticity to get me where I need to be because I don't want to abuse it when I get it. I feel yes. like once you skip the steps, you start to abuse and you misuse the blessings. I'm That's not trying to go through that. Taking this yes. time too because the universe is just like you're going to appreciate I gotta prepare all you the for things this. that you've been through to get to this point Yeah, because you don't want to be like one of those people. You don't want it to be like, oh shit, I got here and then... You're still not satisfied. When you get to where you need to be, you're going to be so satisfied that nothing And lonely. People be satisfied with where they are monetarily and be lonely as hell. And got a real fucking friend around them. But when you take your time, you're making your friends. Everything is going the way that it needs to be. I don't... I don't get it. You want to wrap this up? Yeah. Okay. This has been another episode (laughs) of Jaded and Evolving. I am your hostess... Natasha Soul. And I'm Christian. See you. Bye.